up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Aries. Aries, once you stop throwing unnecessary shade, you'll start thinking twice before spending your money. Taurus. You're happy with your life and proud of it, but you've been scrolling through social media too much and now you're starting to doubt it. Step things up by planning your dream vacation and don't hold back. Gemini. Storm clouds may be gathering over relationships. Don't just walk away because there's some issues, Gemini. Stick it out. Cancer. You are more likely to stand up for your beliefs today. A tense situation can turn into something fun and unexpected when you are yourself. Leo. Your thoughts need to be shared with someone. In the absence of this, you might lose your cool in front of someone innocent. Virgo. Trial and error allow you to gain a deeper understanding of your work, goals, and ambitions. Libra. Your maturity for your age has always been something most people admire about you, and that won't change. Scorpio. Try not to react to other people's behavior today with all that misinformation floating around. If you remove your emotions from the situation, it's going to be easier for you to focus on the facts. Sagittarius. Sag, don't push yourself too hard today or in the next few days for that matter. Take a breather, and before you begin again, make sure your spirit batteries are fully charged. Capricorn. There's some fierce energy about to hit you, so make use of it. As a result, your work will soar and you may finally receive that recognition you've been craving. Aquarius. It's impossible for anything to bring you down today and your positive attitude will be noticed by others. Helping others will make you happier and you'll be a bright light to others. Pisces. There is no sign of a break in sight. Be aware of what you can control. You must learn the importance of, if it's possible, balance. There it is, the day according to your stars. Horoscopes available online right now at chum1045.com. Click on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. On Chum. It's Thursday. Yes, that's what I have for you. Th- that's And you know what I have for you? <laughs> what do you have for Yes, me? I have this for you. Thursday, September 15th, halfway through September. Okay, that we can talk about. Yeah. It's moving quickly. September, guys, it's yeah. almost finished. No. Like, it's I feel true. like we were just talking about the CNE a couple days ago, like last days of summer, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And we're pr- almost well into fall now. I mean, October rolls around, and we can't call this thing half anything. It is what it is. Is it like, as our friend John Moore at News Talk 1010 says... A roll of toilet paper. You know, when you first start it, it kind of rolls out slowly. <laughs> By the time you get to the end of the roll, it's like... Yeah, it speed's up That's as it gets it closer is. to the end. I wonder. Yeah. Like that. we're actually in double dig- uh, single digits oh, right now? Oh, my God. It's wild. Yes, I wore a coat today. No, you didn't. I did look behind you. What is that? It's a new coat. Blasphemy. I know. But what is that It's thing? a fall coat. It's a fall. It's not winter. It's not like a, you know... There's no down involved. Okay. I thought I got to do it because I got to take my Wacachino with my friend Azalea to get her uh, coffees this we morning. Do. And I don't want to be cold. Wow. And I'm rocking a glamorous hoodie. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what am I wearing? What is this hooded thing? Garment I'm wearing. You, the huge. The huge, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, all right. You me. got that uniform. I love it. Okay. Well, uh, it's coats and hoodies yeah. now. Yeah. That's where we are. Uh-huh. You did say single digits. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this feels is, like seven. Feels like seven. <laughs> is that what it says on TV? That's what it says. Remember the don't, feels like used to be 40? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I'll tell you know what. Don't tell me what it feels like. I'll tell you what it feels like. I like, like that <laughs> policy. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know.
I mentioned earlier this week that Mayor Tory had mentioned that he was going to figure out ways to honor the Queen properly. So the CN Tower has been dimmed for the past few days. And with Monday being the National Day of Mourning, 1 p.m. is the time for a moment of silence, if you choose. And there are some things that are happening around the city for her. So since the Queen was 96 years old when she died, the TTC is pausing service on Monday at 1 p.m. for 96 seconds. City officials and staff will also have a 96-second moment of silence at City Hall's Peace Garden, which was dedicated to the Queen in 1984. Um, the bell at Old City Hall Tower will go off 96 times. So you're going to hear it for about an hour and a bit. <laughs> um, city ferries will also stop running for 96 seconds, and they will blow their horns at the beginning and ending of the morning period. So when you hear... All the clocks chiming and those hordes going off. That's what's going on. And in honor of the Toronto police officer, Andrew Hong, the CN Tower was lit blue. Uh, Well, it was supposed to be lit blue last night, but I actually saw it because I went to Blue Jays game and it was lit white and red. But maybe it'll be lit blue tonight. Yeah. The Toronto sign at Nathan Phillips Square is going to be dimmed and the Prince's Gate at Exhibition Place will be eliminated in blue until September 19th. So until Monday. And if you want to put something in your schedule to do this weekend, tomorrow night at the ROM, they're bringing back their ROM after dark nights. Oh. And the ROM is just cool in general. Yeah. So I just feel like adding in music and cocktails and sure. food, it just brings the whole new level of cool. Ambiance. The ambiance. It's very sexy. Yes. So the one that's happening tomorrow night is a K-pop theme. They're all themed. And this one, they're going to have a performance by a K-pop band, P1 Harmony. And they're going to have dance workshops. They're going to have screenings of animated Korean short films. And a Korean calligraphy class where you can learn how to write your name in Korean. That's pretty cool. So that's a really cool thing if you're looking for something to do Friday night. It's getting to be that the city doesn't shut down overnight anymore. No. It keeps on going, which I love. Yeah. Absolutely not. There's always things to do in the city. And I'm here to tell you what they are. Okay. (laughs) That's what's trending. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm wondering if my little munchkin listens to this show. Because he called me out this morning. He did? This morning. Bear in mind, it is only like not only 6 o'clock yet. Good morning, Kofi. What happened? So uh, yesterday on the show, we talked about kids calling out their parents on their BS. The trick I've found out or figured out to try to get him to go to sleep at night uh, is right at the point where he's just kind of like eyelids fluttering, getting ready to, you know, yeah. go down. I say, hey, I got to go do something. And I'll rotate the things. I'll be like, hey, I got to go. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I left the door open. I'm going to go get some water. I'll be right back. That was the one I used last night. So I said, hey, I got to go get you some ice cold water. You're getting me some water? Yeah, I'll get you some water. I'll be right back. Open the door, close it behind me, and go straight to my room. Right. This morning, I'm leaving for work, and I get the scare of my life. I hear, do-do-do-do-do-do down the stairs. I'm like, what is that? So I turn around and look back up the stairs, and I see one of his toy trucks falling down the stairs. I'm like, what? What is this, a ghost? And it's him at the top of the stairs. Daddy, you didn't get the water. No! I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> He woke up this morning to tell me I didn't get the water. 
I said, all right, that trick's not going to work That's anymore. That's not going to work anymore. I was, I was like, oh. Uh, I didn't know what to say. Uh, yeah. Exactly. He was probably waiting for that water, all sweet in the bed. Yes. Poor thing. Yes. I'm oh, just getting with my bag in my hand. I'm like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Uh, they caught you. Do Busted. You, do you want it? He's like, yes. Do you want it now? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I had to go fetch the water this morning. Wow. So I'm going to need a new trick. That's that's what's on my yeah, mind this morning. That's for sure. You can't <laughs> delay that one. That is uh, right there glaring. Yep. yep. What's yep. on your mind? Well, uh, I said to my husband, Jim, I said, what's this on the on the counter? He goes, uh, I said, it looks like Christmas wrapping. He goes, yeah, it's from my mom. Already? She's just getting things done. You know, she lives at a home in Nashville, like a retirement home. She just wanted to get this off her list. I went, already? <laughs> and I kind of got this kind of, I she's adorable. But I said, uh, okay. And that was the sign that, and now you love Christmas. But I'm like, I I, we haven't done Thanksgiving yet. But I think, you know, when we talk about time moves very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're 86 years old. Christmas is like tomorrow. Okay. You know, and I thought, wow, no, I do have to think that in those terms. That's, that's, that's what's on my mind. So when that happens, guys, you think of, okay, I guess I better start thinking about it. In, in, not right away, but it's just, you know. Yeah. It's fresh, so. for it's sure. fresh. What color was the Christmas wrapper? It's uh, a, a navy blue oh. with, with silver stars. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's what happened to me yesterday. What about you, Hazalia? Well, I went to the Toronto Blue Jays game last night. You did? I did. What is this stop? I know. I never stay in your place. I, don't I know. know. But it was a cool adventure. It's the yeah. first time I've been for, I mean, I've been before, but maybe a decade ago. Okay. So oh, this was cool. really cool, but I'm realizing how expensive an outing to a Blue Jays game is. Like uh, yeah. food and stuff? Yeah. It's like for drinks, it's 15 bucks. Pretty much, I mean, like a cocktail, yeah. canned yeah. cocktail, yeah. that are like three dollars in the LCBO, yeah. and then for food, that's another like forty dollars yeah. or something, and you're only getting chicken fingers and poutine. Wow, you know what I mean? Like it is an expensive so, outing. So yeah. who paid? Did you or did he pay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying it's expensive for anybody. <laughs> Point I did not pay, but Point it was yeah, expensive. Expensive for who? Very okay. well done. And it was cold. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> Jays won yesterday. Jays did win. <laughs> so did you. I don't know why Jamar hasn't called me out like that. What if I paid, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm just oh, saying. No. I'm just oh, wondering. No. I mean. You, it's about, you know, it's about sharing with your friends. Just a question. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. So what's the worst bet you ever made? You can text us at 104.536 and let us know if it's any worse than this bet mm. that Ryan Reynolds made. Uh, Ryan Reynolds made a bet with one of his uh, his friends who just so happens to own a, uh, a football team with him. They're co-owners of, uh, of a Welsh soccer team. Yes. Wrexham AFC. Yes. Um, they made a bet. He won. Uh, excuse me. He lost. He lost the bet. If you... Depend, he may have won if you, you know really what it was because it. he couldn't speak Welsh. <laughs> because he so couldn't speak guy, Welsh. This guy that he's friends with, and it's such a great story how they became friends. But anyway, they became friends when when they both admired each other, and then they kind of DM'd each other. Anyway, then they ended up buying this. Uh, this guy was looking for a, a, a soccer a team to buy. Yeah. And he thought, who's got the money? Who can I work with? And he just DM'd Ryan Reynolds, Shamar. And then Ryan said, yeah, and kind of liked what he saw, and they'd become friends. This guy, who does not know anything about Welsh teams, learned Welsh. And Ryan's like, 
Ah, uh, that's too big. Because that's a difficult language. Yeah, yeah. It's very, yeah. uh, it, it, it's hard to make associations with English. Uh, yeah, it's really hard. So, like, a, the shortest of words that we have yeah. is the longest of words in Welsh. <laughs> that's very funny. It's wild. So, anyway, they keep challenging each other, which is kind of Ryan's way. He'd be a hard person to be friends with. Because he challenges people all the time. Uh, uh, so what happened here? Well, uh, he lost the bet. And the uh, the bet was that whoever the loser is had to film their next doctor's appointment. Okay. Uh, Ryan Reynolds had to do a colonoscopy. <laughs> Live? Live. I mean, they filmed, they, they filmed they, it. They, filmed, they filmed the whole process. You did not want to see that. Okay. Well, they also... Uh, Coupled up with a charity, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know that was actually a, a good thing that they collaborated with a campaign called Lead from Behind. That's good. Um, which seek to raise awareness about colorectal cancer, um, which is a big deal uh, amongst men. So Ryan Reynolds and uh, also this gentleman both turned forty-five this year. Right, right. It was time for him to get his colonoscopy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was <laughs> put on film. Him getting put. Uh, under anesthesia, him yeah. going to sleep, waking up from the process, everything. You Very know, funny. sometimes they don't put you uh, uh, under. And uh, they, I remember someone saying, they, the doctor, and you, you wonder why who, who would want to do that as a field of expertise. But anyway, <laughs> um, they said, do you want to watch this happen while, you, while we're putting the scope in, you know, your bum? And the guy said, no, I don't want to see it. I don't want to witness this. And yeah. there's some people, the reason why they get anesthesia a little bit is because they don't want to see it or they don't want to feel it or they want to be able to drive home on their own without having any kind of medications in them. So Ryan was awake when this happened or he was put to sleep? He was put to sleep. Good for him. He <laughs> does not want to see this film. And then wake, yeah. and then woke up later. Now, a good part of this is that the doctors discovered a polyp. How about that? That's pretty, that's, that's, and you're right, young men. Young men. Don't be afraid of this guy. So, no, not at all. I mean, no. I actually have, there's a history in my family with this. So I had to get the colonoscopy, even though I'm not 45. I had yeah. to get it really early. Yeah. And... Oddly enough, I woke up in the middle of the process. And? <laughs> I saw myself in a whole different light. I bet you On did. television. It's <laughs> like, so, what is that? They're like, quick, get him a couple more drips. <laughs> back to sleep. Well, that's such it's a good thing that they did, that's for sure. Off-putting. All right. Yeah, well, not too. Yeah. Yeah. You thought I was pretty on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And even prettier on the inside. <laughs> Let us know what the worst bet you ever made was. You can text us 104-536. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. Yesterday uh, at TIFF, which is still happening, uh, I went to the red carpet uh, for the screening of The Prisoner's Daughter. Prisoner's Daughter. This is the movie that has Brian Cox. Oh, right, yeah. from Succession. From Succession. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was there. And Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Stunning. Oh, my gosh. She stunning in person. Here, take a look. Look at, oh, yeah. She comes so late, guys. Like, Kate Beckinsale came to the red carpet for this thing, like, almost a full, maybe 30 to 40 minutes later than the call time. Everybody in this movie had done their walk across the red carpet and taken their pictures and given their interviews. And Kate Beckinsale hasn't arrived yet. And we're just all standing there with our hands in our pockets, carpets empty, and everyone's yeah. like, all right, now okay. what, now what, now what? Yeah. All of a sudden, you see these SUV roll up, 
And everyone's like, <gasps> doors open. And this, I mean, she looked like a Barbie doll. A she, vision. She, she, she opened, the door opens and she walks out of the, the, the vehicle and she's wearing this pink gown <laughs> with these gloves that were like patent leather part. I mean, they almost look plastic, shiny plastic. Yeah, yeah, right. But they were just really expensive looking. Mm-hmm. Gloves up to her, her, her elbows. And she walks out and it's like, oh, and the flash bulbs are going off all over the place. And then, you know, I don't follow her too closely. She's not really like in my orbit so much. Right, right. But then she comes over to the carpet and starts speaking. And she's like the most elegant, like, I'm like. I know, right? She has, her voice is great. Serendipity is one of my favorite movies in the world. John Cusack, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And she's then, just so yeah, she's just so she's like tiny? prim and proper. I, she's that's tiny. What I, say, I, 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 I could. I was like, who is this person in front of me? And then Ji Yoon from uh, from uh, CP24 yeah, yeah, yeah. asks her a question. I wish I had it on tape. They'll probably play it later. Sure. Um, and so I don't mess up her story. Right. She asked her question. You'll see it later. And the question was so moving to her that she starts crying. Like she starts no, tearing. Really? Oh. Gee, I'm sorry if I'm. Barrett, you know, yeah, I know, I'm breaking your seal yeah. for you. But anyway, I'm looking at this whole thing, and I'm like, this is Pete Davidson's ex-girlfriend? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know. This is what I'm saying in my head. I forgot about that. I'm like, what? Like, you know, like, I, I want to say something about Kate. She comes from a British lineage of actors. Okay. So that I know, because one time I was looking somebody up, I went, that's, the, that's Kate Beckinsale's parents. Yeah. Anyway, she is the Leonardo DiCaprio okay. for, for, for a dating young <laughs> Got you. That got is what you, she does. I was not is, aware. She is ageless to me. Okay. Oh, I mean, look, her skin is like 49. Like she's 40. That's a 40. She's 49? Yes. 49. Oh, wow. But okay. she likes dating younger men. <laughs> okay. She's she found, she men. found the fountain of youth. Yeah. Well, uh, I know. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Okay. Okay. Wow. I mean, Pete is from Staten Island. I, I don't know how to tell you guys what that means. <laughs> right. Like, what is going on? I watch on? Jersey Shore. I know. Okay. There it is. There it is. So, anyway. Uh, and I so wanted to ask her about that. I really wanted to be like, so you mean to tell me? <laughs> but I, I, uh, I well, did not. I did you not. held back. I wonder if I I'm, sure I'm dating proud now. of you. Thank you. She's dating now. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. She has one child, too. One child. I know. Very cool. Stunning. Very cool. But that movie sounds really good. Yeah. It's really good. Great writing. Brian Cox was incredible. British maybe I'll cast. play some more of what he said. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, yeah. Later on, maybe we'll uh, treat you with that. Um, check out the uh, Instagram at Chum1045 so you can see some of those pics from yesterday's red carpet. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. We are 15 days away from Disney's highly anticipated Hocus Pocus 2 to really kind of put fall in a gear. And just get you ready for Halloween. So the first movie came out in 1993, and it's just so fun to see how they modernize the entire movie almost 30 years later. So they released a new clip yesterday. We're wasting time. We must fly. Fly. On what? Just like my own. (laughs) Well, what about us? There's only one 
bats and beetles find something, anything, we must hide. So in that clip, the Sanderson sisters, played by Bette Midler, Kathy Najimy, and Sarah Jessica Parker, they just so effortlessly fell back into those roles. But they're in a store looking for a broom to fly on because that's what witches do. Um, but there's only one broom. So one sister grabs a Swiffer and then the other grabs two of the Roomba vacuum cleaners and stands on them kind of like a hoverboard. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's very... That's very now. That's very, very now. modernized. Yeah. Yeah, so the movie's going to be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see it. I like themed things, so I'm ready. But if you're ready for some Halloween fun before that movie comes out, and you're in the GTA, you can head to Milton for Pumpkins After Dark. So in the past couple years, this has actually been a drive through attraction, but this year it's a walkthrough. So it has about 6,000 hand-carved jack-o'-lanterns lining up this pathway. They also have lit-up dinosaurs and dragons and Halloween movie and pop culture icons. But it's also family-friendly, so don't think that you're going to go there and it's going to be super scary or anything's going to pop out to scare you. It's just kind of celebrating all things Halloween. Right, right. So, and if you've never been before uh, to the drive-thru, or if you have been to the drive-thru before, they're saying that 80% of their displays now are brand new. Wow. So if you thought you saw it before, no, you didn't. Okay. When, when does it start? September 23rd. Great. To October 30th in Milton. <sighs> Pumpkins After Dark. Pumpkins so, After Dark. Yeah. Okay. So we're moving away from all the summer events that happened and yeah. we're moving into all the fun fall stuff. Yeah, we are. Quickly, too. Very quickly. quickly. Here we are. Some 104.5. In the morning. Back to the morning show. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Would you rather raccoons or cockatoos? That's the question for everyone in Toronto right now. And the question is for what? <laughs> I mean, for what they do. For what they do. <laughs> I mean, what do uh, rac- what purpose do the raccoons serve in our in our city right now? You know, would you I, switch them out with cockatoos? Well, they're pretty to look at. They're definitely really you pretty. Know, uh, raccoons are a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of slink. Yeah, you know, I, that walk is kind of. That's creepy. the part for me with the raccoons. Yeah. I think they'd be f- more acceptable for me. I mean, of course, obviously because they're digging in trash and causing. You know all that craziness right. in the alleys, but yeah. if they just walked a little more gracefully, I'd be okay with them. Yeah, yeah, and more accepting like that looks normal. In <laughs> Australia, they're having what they call um, cockatoos work to outsmart humans in escalating garbage bin war. How crazy is that? I mean, there's a picture of this beautiful cockatoo because they're beautiful. Yeah, opening up a bin. But here's the difference from what I understand. I mean, it's like they're taking on the, the, the quiet suburbs. They leave a lot of mess. Yeah. The cockatoos apparently are as smart as our raccoons. Yeah. You know how when you, you put your trash bins out and sometimes the raccoons, well, not sometimes, all the times oh, they go into the trash bin. So yeah. maybe you'll put a brick on top of the uh, right. trash bin to, to prevent it. Yeah. The cockatoos, these birds have figured out how to remove the bricks from the tops of trash bins in Australia so they can get into the trash. I mean, we're going to have to post this because it's they, crazy, they work right? they they really want that bin really badly. So they just take their their beak and they're pushing it on one side and pushing it on the other and and what's happening success. is with the population is they're watching other cockatoos open up the trash bins and they're learning from their from bird their, friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're like, "Wait, that's how it's done?" Guys, we figured it out. And then they go open up the rest of the bins. Hey, Larry, did you see what Fred did last week? Let's go do that. Let's hit that bin on number 12 uh, Circle Place. Open up the bin. Open up the bin. <laughs> <laughs> that's what now, they do. I know. That's, that's like, they say raccoons are really smart. So are they. Mm-hmm. Cockatoos are, are, but I would guess it's learned behavior. Yep. And so the same thing with raccoons. Yeah. 
Now, I remember the time that they changed the lock on the green bins, Jamar. Okay. And there were green bins strewn on the street <laughs> because they couldn't figure it out. You see, like, little claws and stuff. Claw marks <laughs> on the side of it, chewing it near, near it like that, you know. That's what these guys need. The green bin is the good stuff for them. Yeah, it's the good. It's That's Ugh. fresh food. I know. I know. That's I know. But... Disgusting, I think. So, so in Australia, they have to deal with cockatoos. Yep. That's so the bottom It could line. be worse. Yeah. Or it could be better, depending on how you look at it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Would you trade places with the Aussies? Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. You hear people talk about, you know, they're, they're doing a juice cleanse. You know, they'll get these concoctions and mix them up and hope to maybe... Get a lower, a more cleaner inside, I guess, or just eat cleaner. Nice improve detox. their life. A detox. That's a, a great word. Detox is improve a good Improve their one. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people do it with uh, food. They'll start eating clean. Mm-hmm. They'll say, all right, more fruits and veggies, no, no processed foods. I just want to get, uh, maybe even get a little more regular. Right. <laughs> oh, this is the, uh, this is the, the version of regularity for your contact list. It's called the friend cleanse. Friend cleanse. And um, doctors are are suggesting that everyone actually do this yeah, because of the, the positive health benefits mentally right, and socially. Um, are there people in your life that no longer serve you? You should try to do a friend cleanse and jettison the extra weight. That's right. Clear out the clutter. Clear now, out the clutter. Now, normally we don't give you 10 questions, but I think if you are brushing your teeth right now, pouring your first cup of coffee in the morning, ask yourself these questions, okay? Because there's 10 of them. The question is... Number one is, have they been there for you when you reached out during the tougher moments in your life? Yeah, yeah. Next question. And when they did that, were they judgmental? Were they judgmental? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did they make an adequate effort to stay in touch? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, did they fail to make enough effort to really get to know you? Mm-hmm. Have the person Has the person been open about themselves and their life with you? Are they just pre- uh, presenting a charade to you? Yeah. Um, how about this? Did they fail to warn or tell you about important things that you actually needed to know? Was there information they withheld that you would have appreciated hearing? Did this person ever wonder about what did you? I'm sorry. Did you ever wonder, wonder yeah. what the person was saying or doing behind your back? Right. That's a that's biggie. a good one. That's a biggie. You know, if you if you have a feeling that somebody's talking about mm-hmm. you that they're not looking at you favorably, mm-hmm. are they really your friend? Right. Right. Or when they're gossiping about other people to you. Oh, yes. Like, that's not good. I know that you gossip about me to other people yeah. the way you're doing this right now. Here's here's a good way of finding that out before we continue with that list. You go into a situation where there's a whole bunch of friends. Uh huh. And you walk in the door, and they kind of be quiet when you they're quiet, they quiet <laughs> the, down. The conversation stops. Yes, yeah, and that's uh, when the charade begins. Okay. That is so uncomfortable. You know that, right? Um, I do. Did they date your significant other while you were still dating them? Oh, ah, ah. Wow. We used that as a one-off on a, on a, on a show a couple months ago, and that was uh, resonated with a lot of people. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Um. Do they not seem to cherish your friendship? Yeah. A lot of people could really relate to that one. You ever feel like you're putting in more of the work to keep things together yes. in friendship? Like yeah. you're the one making the efforts to make the play dates, you know, mm-hmm. do things that are special, maybe bring food or whatever it is. Right. But they don't, they seem to kind of write you off and it's not very important to them. Or don't get back to you. Or don't get, right, exactly. Right. Like the usual way you should to be respectful. And uh, the last question you should ask yourself is, did they not change any of the above behavior 
even when you gave them the opportunity right. to. If you brought it to their attention or you just made it a point to say, hey, I don't like this. This makes me uncomfortable, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And they did nothing about it, maybe even wrote it off. I don't know. I'd like to add to that list to make it number 11. I think everyone should add to the list. Yeah. Why don't you text us at 104536? What do you say? My ad, and I mentioned this to you guys before we went on the air. You know when somebody calls you and you go, ah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what the ah is for, but you're like, ah. That one is very self-reflective. So it's more about how you feel when That's right. you get ready to speak to the person. That's right. And so what is it? Is it how you're feeling at the moment? Yeah. Or your relationship? Or what is it? Okay. You have to the ask entire yourself that body question. reacting. Yeah, it's like oh, a visceral gosh. reaction from just thinking right. about the person. Yeah. Just thinking of answering the phone call. It's, like, oh, it, uh, yeah, exactly. Stuff. That's exactly what that is. Okay, so yeah. these are the questions they're saying you should ask yourself uh-huh. as you're doing your friend cleanse. Why don't you add to the list? Texas at one zero four five three six. What are some of the questions one needs to ask themselves when they're trying to decide: Am I keeping this friend or am I missing? Peace. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. And I wake up. The Chum Morning Show. The friend cleanse. The friend cleanse they're recommending we should do because, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> not everyone can make the cut. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it is. but Well, I think you go through changes in your life, right? And sometimes it's just not applicable anymore. I, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Um, they say that it makes a big difference in your life because, you know, and then you don't have the mental baggage of trying to maintain something that doesn't know it no longer serves you. And I would think particularly in the last couple of years, as we've gone through some really big moments, um, socially, health wise, just mentally, you know, now's the time to take stock of people and be like, why are we doing well, this? We just talked about that off the air, right? Like, it's like, if do you want to re-enter this relationship that wasn't healthy yeah. before lockdown? One of the questions I would ask yeah. is, um, our values, do our values line up anymore? You know? Yeah. I think a lot of those yeah. examples, we, we saw so many examples over the last particularly three or four years where we have to question, are our values together? And if they're not, you know, this is a relationship that pretty much is for nothing. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. You know? Not a bad way, but, I mean, let's just, just do ourselves a favor and just mm-hmm. go our separate ways at this mm-hmm. point. You know? So that's the question I would add to that list. Where are our values? Are they in line? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you, Zalia? I think there's there's a meme that was going around. Well, it's not so much a meme. It's more of a quote yeah. that says, pay attention to those who don't clap for you in the crowd. Wow. Kind of right? Wow. And then so it's like when you think about it, really, if you just put yourself in a scenario where you're winning at something and... Imagine you win an award and you go up and your friends are all in the your friends cool. are all in the audience <laughs> and all of these people are clapping for you but your friends are just like mm-hmm. looking around. Yeah. That's what it feels like. That's what the not clapping for you feels like. It's a good good and bad times. So, right, exactly. Yeah, Cuz there's some people that like to uh, have that rainy day and be that person that comes in and says and likes to get that information. But when you are celebrating something that's successful, right? If they're not there. That's a, that's a good one. I think I think it gets to a point too. And again, you know, with this uh, lockdown situation, before you re-enter a relationship, take stock in it. If you're the one that's always planning, and they're not reciprocating, ask yourself: Are they not good planners, or am right. I a better planner? Hmm. Right. Like, don't don't completely you know throw them away you know whatever but if you feel like you're always generating things to do together yes and they're hesitating getting back to you just maybe they're not good at that but if they're not coming getting back to you you know jamar that that, that's not good that's not good that's not good good. and then and then people that are with you all the time but they just talk about themselves all the time right always about them never asking questions exactly yeah yeah that's that's a rough one yeah um 
this one says, and uh, I think social media has heightened this observation. What about people who just watch you on Facebook, but they don't interact with you? Yeah, that's I think a that good one. that's a good one. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of that. But I would say you also have to figure out when you are with that person, or whether you're talking with that person, is the person genuinely interested in you outside of that? I think that's what they're trying to figure out. Okay. People who are just genuinely not interested in interacting with you, whether it be on social media, you know, digitally or in person, if they're just not engaged yeah. when you're around them, yeah, the person's not interested in you, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Do you ever get this though, guys? Yeah, because of what we do for a living. Oh, I heard you on the radio, or I saw you on TV. I, 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 I it feels like I've, I know what you. It's doing. not real life. Yeah, uh, not it's, real life. Right. <laughs> let's do it in real life. Exactly. This is what that one gets under my skin the most. Yes. I, I, oh, I yeah. thought of another one. Yeah. But, you know when the friends want to check up on you just to make sure things are not going well? Oh, wow. They ask you about things? That's like, what I mean, the rainy day people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They only want to... They're they, just like, oh, okay, so yeah. their life's not as good as it looks. So they're only checking on you to hear yes. the bad news. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. man. Time to let those people go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Friend cleanses. Wow. Well... I've done some in my past. My phone is much lighter today. Look at that. Okay, I want to tell you, my friend Virginia uh, texted me last night. She goes, I know what you're doing tomorrow on the show. <laughs> and I just want to know what's happening and are you mentioning my name? Bridget, <laughs> she says nothing but beautiful things I about you. Love you. Relax. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Well, I know I mentioned that TIFF is wrapping up this weekend. There aren't that many red carpets for fans to look forward to to kind of see some stars. But there are definitely still some movies that you can check out. So definitely do some of that this weekend if you haven't gotten tickets already. But I mentioned earlier that tomorrow night at the ROM, they're bringing back their ROM After Dark series. So these nights are super cool. They don't do them too often, but when they do do them, they're themed, and it's just a lot of excitement. So the ROM, I just think, is such a cool place to check out in general. This is where you can go and really take in a lot of culture, a lot of um, just they have like a lot of exhibits that you can go and visit and things like that. But adding in music and cocktails and food, it's just a whole other level of cool. So the one that's happening tomorrow night is a K-pop theme. They're going to have a performance by K-pop band P1 Harmony. And they're also going to have dance workshops, screenings of animated Korean short films, and a Korean calligraphy class where you can learn how to write your name in Korean. So that's really cool. And I feel like a lot of people need regular handwriting classes. <laughs> but <laughs> while you're working on that, also work on some Korean calligraphy. Um, <laughs> but if I'm basing anything on today, it'll be nice to be indoors. But if you're good with being outside, the Toronto Ukrainian Festival is back. This is the largest one in all of North America. It's happening in the Bloorwest Village, so you can expect tons of food, entertainment, and culture. Sneaker Con over at the Enercare Center for the Sneakerheads. Their website says that they're going to have the most sought-after sneakers. Rendezvous finally opening up. This is the massive patio across the street from our Chum studio. They have the Toronto Craft Beer Festival this weekend with over 50 different craft beer vendors. So this is their second year, and they're going to have more than beer, too. So they're going to also have food, of course, but they'll have ciders and spirits. Um, so get in that patio time while you can, I guess. Mm. Nathan Phillips Square, they have Mexican independence celebration. So, again, more food. This is considered a full food festival. So, more entertainment, some performances as well. So, tons of things to do this weekend. Looking yeah, forward to yeah. that, especially the food stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. I just want to eat my way through Toronto all the time. Chimichanga. 
Oh, and try to get those on. I haven't had a chimichanga forever. This is the time to do it. (laughs) Yeah. My mouth started to water and I had to stop talking. Exactly. Love it. And if you can, try to get a reservation for one of the Michelin starred restaurants or the Bib Gourmand. The Bib Gourmand. The Bib Gourmand. Hey, speaking of that, what we did yesterday, I realized that I was at. Osteria Julia. Yeah. One, uh, how many stars again? One. One, one star. Hello there. My friends took us out for dinner on Friday night. So, hey. I feel so, like how that. was your experience then? Delicious. But you know what they're really known for? The food is delicious. Uh-huh. They're very unique cocktails. Oh, oh really? Okay. They really, uh, they're beautiful to look at and they're delicious. And they're known for that. So, if you can get a reservation. Right. I'm glad I was. Where can I get a Michelin star chocolate shake? Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. There's a lot of places. That, that is a good question. Well, if anybody knows, let me know. But you that one's really good. Burgers Priest is good. Oh, yeah? I like that one. Right. Yeah. But did you see that Chubby's is on I in saw the Michelin Guide? That's that, pretty cool. Yeah. Got a Jamaican restaurant got some yeah. right? stars. Got right. No stars. No stars. No stars. Just, just, um, just recognition. recommendation. All right, yeah. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. All right. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. They finally scientifically figured out how to get a crying baby back to sleep. How about that one? If you're listening, Caitlin Green or Ruby Carr, who's just had babies, a baby boy and baby girl, respectively, listen up. Wish they had fast-tracked this one a couple (laughs) years, but okay. That's right. Here we go. This is what you have to do, and uh, this is according to uh, a Japanese method that they did some research on, and they say, step one, you carry the baby around for five minutes, and this slows their heart rate within 30 seconds when you carry them around. Uh How about that? Uh, it, it it actually calms them down even better than rocking them. Because you're walking around, they can feel your heartbeat. Yeah. It slows them down. They feel like they're being held. Yes. That's my guess. Yeah, the rocking yeah. motion is good, but standing up and carrying the baby around is even better. Okay. And then step two, you sit down and hold them for another five to eight minutes. And then you just use some patience. No rocking. Just sit. No rocking. Then you just sit. Okay. Five minutes. That's when the best chance you have to get them to fall asleep again. That's the formula. That's it. Wow. Carry them around for five minutes. Crying baby. Yeah. And then sit down and hold them for another five to eight minutes. Yeah. Be patient or they may wake up. They've tested this and they said that it it is battle tested. It works. Let us know if you've done that. Let us know if this happens to you overnight. Let us know tomorrow how it works. When our son was an infant, yes, my formula was pick him up, put him in the stroller, put him into my car, yeah. and drive around the street. This is what I was doing at nighttime while you guys were in your beds. Jamar. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter or anything. Jamar. I'm just letting you know. I was Jamar. doing circles around the neighborhood. I should have told you I did the same thing with the kids. <laughs> okay. Oh. And you know, to this day, the guy that works down the hallway still falls asleep in the car. Ah. Except when he's driving. <laughs> okay. Be aware. Oh, so it never goes away. It never goes away. Well, if, you, <laughs> if you're at that part of the process, now you know the formula. Yes. Five minutes standing up and five minutes sitting down. No rocking necessary. Apparently does the trick. Yeah. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The new beauty trend that maybe you've heard of, maybe you've done it, it's called face taping. Face taping. You know how uh, some people will go to a doctor to get a facelift where you have some skin pulled back a little bit so that things can kind of uh, just flatten out, I guess? 
people are actually doing this without the scalpel. They're using tape. They're using tape. And i got to say, the tape is better than the tape that uh, I remember the late, great Brian Linehan used to do all the Hollywood interviews here in Canada. And he was talking to Shelley Winters. Now, you have to look up Shelley Winters if you don't know who she is. But needless to say, she was wearing a wig. Got but it. the wig kind of got a little smaller, like on her head, like just kind of raising up above her forehead. And you could see masking tape <laughs> that she had pulled up, not to hold the you know, wig in place, but to pull up her, her wrinkles. No way. Yeah, that's what happened. That's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. So face taping, does it yeah. work? Well, I think it can work. I think, I, I don't know if you want to wear it every day, but I think you can if you can hide it. I mean, the tape is better, right, Azalea? The tape is much better now if you want to do something like that. But that's, you know, if you think about how, how clunky things were back in the day, it's all streamlined now. I think it's uh, uh, surgeon's tape or something? Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure the tape they use now is surgeon's tape. It's yeah. like that kind of bumpy, really sticky, very adhesive to your skin tape. That you could also uh, make up on top of, so you kind of hide it a little so bit. Right. This right. reminds me of the tape. It sounds like the tape that they use to uh, like take up gauze and stuff like that when they're yeah, in your exactly that mm. the over okay. over a bandage yeah. or over something, something like that. Not exactly that, but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So people are using this to stretch out their faces. <laughs> yeah, so they, you kind of put it on your temples, okay, and you're gonna pull it back, so it kind of gives you an eye lift and pulls back uh, any excess skin or fine lines or laugh lines or whatever the case is. Wow, crow's that, eyes or whatever what it's called. Yeah, but you see now they've got filters, right? So right. if you're getting your picture taken, you know it's one thing. But if you if it's like an in-person filter, an in-person <laughs> filter, that's right. You know what they used to do too, guys, just make so that your your the wrinkles weren't as bad, and you had like fuller lips. Is they used to stick cotton balls underneath your top lip. Oh my gosh! So can you imagine you, that? No, stop it. No, they did. <laughs> no way. I'm not kidding. You <laughs> probably couldn't have a conversation or a drink. This sounds very uncomfortable. It Both varies. of these sound very uncomfortable. Yeah. But when you think about how youth-oriented, let's say Hollywood has been and yes. still is, you know, the general public's now t- going, "I can do that." What, like, you know, and so that's what they're doing. Yeah. But I see there's a, there's a, I've seen this too, that clear tape, like there's a picture of Cher, let's say on one of the sites I'm looking at and you can see it's oh, right, yeah. it's right between the ear and the jawline and it's just pulled up just to pull up that jawline. Really? Yeah. And it's what the problem is they didn't put enough makeup on it. So it's, and it's peeling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are some K-pop beauty trends yeah. where they pull back the the skin on your chin, the skin on your eyes, whatever your eyelids, mm-hmm. they actually have one to I guess, make you look like you have more of an eyelid. Okay. And then they also have this nose bridge thing that you can what? pop on on your nose bridge to make it more predominant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I, didn't know th- <laughs> I did not know that. It is, uh, that's probably a very uncomfortable conversation. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, listen, I'm going to tape your face a little bit. <laughs> what? Why? I don't. Just trust me. Just, <laughs> just trust me. Come, We're going to pull that skin back. About? That person can't move their neck. Uh, right. It's because they're taped up. Anyway. So now what's old is new again, but better better techniques, I guess, and better tape. Yes, so. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that, floats your boat. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever stretches your face. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, t- tell us the uh, the weirdest, weirdest um, fashion or beauty trend you've heard about. You can yeah. text 104536. That is actually one of the weirder ones for me. Mm-hmm. Face taping. Mm-hmm. Not the nose bridge thing? That's, that's pretty that's, weird, too. I mean, that's new. I, I like that. Hard. There's nothing you can do about it. No. No, yeah. You put on a piece on your nose bridge. Yeah, so, it's it's like a... so it looks like it's more predominant, right? Yeah. So it's more defined. Does anyone see this piece? 
No, I guess it just it blends into your skin like clay kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> learned something new today. Hollywood. I definitely learned something new. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Hollywood. Face putty. And better and better per profile. It's because some people don't have that bridge there. It's yeah. kind of the slopes. Yeah. So I guess so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, tape and putty uh, before you leave the house. Uh, let us know what else you've heard of. Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Earlier this week, Mayor Tory said that Toronto is going to figure out ways to honor the Queen properly. So the CN Tower has been dimmed for the past few days. And with Monday being the National Day of Mourning, 1 p.m. is the time for a moment of silence if you choose. And there are some things that are happening around the city for her. So since the Queen was 96 years old when she passed, the TTC is pausing service on Monday at 1 p.m. for 96 seconds. City officials and staff will also have a 96-second moment of silence at City Hall's Peace Garden, which was dedicated to the Queen in 1984. The bell at Old City Hall Tower, that's going to go off 96 times, so you can expect to hear that for about an hour and a half. City ferries will also stop running for 96 seconds, and they will be blowing their horns at the beginning and ending of the morning period. Um, and in honor of Toronto Police Officer Andrew Hong, the CN Tower was, is going to be lit blue, as well as the Toronto sign at Nathan Phillips Square. It's going to be dimmed, um, but then the Prince's Gates at Exhibition Place, those are going to be illuminated blue until September 19th. Now, the Emmys were over the weekend, and there was one moment that kind of got the internet really talking, really passionate, was when Jimmy Kimmel... Well, Jimmy Kimmel's in some hot water after yeah. this. Quinta Brenson, she won her first Emmy for Abbott Elementary. This was a massive deal for her. Um, so when she went up to give her speech, Jimmy Kimmel decided to play dead on stage right in front of the microphone while she was trying to accept her award. And she was kind of like, hey, Jimmy, get up. I won. Jokingly, but he just didn't move. He didn't move. He did not move. Um, so a lot of people said that he was taking away from her moment, which, yes, he did. But... She kind of got him back on his show last night. You look great. Uh, you know, you're a little bit early for your interview. It's after the commercials. Oh, but... I know, I know. But I, I just, I have a little favor to, to ask, okay. actually. Yeah, oh. so you know how when you win an Emmy, you only have 45 seconds to do an acceptance speech, which is, like, not that much time? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then someone does, like, you get less time because someone does a dumb comedy bit that goes on a bit too long? You know, I have heard of that happening in, yeah, in previous years. Yeah, right. yeah I have. Right. Yeah. So after that, she went on to say, like, hey, let me do my real speech. So she went on and she kind of just did her Emmy speech Aww. all over again and thanked everyone that she wanted to thank. But Jimmy Kimmel did apologize, like, later on in the show when yeah. they did do their sit-down interview. That part there where she where I said she got him back yeah. was during his monologue. Got it. So she kind of walked out in the middle walked of it. Walked on his monologue. Yes. I want her to feel better because uh, more people watch Jimmy Kimmel than they did the Emmys. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. Right? So, you know, maybe that was... Uh, maybe more people heard the speech at maybe, that point. Maybe okay. so, yeah. Right. So it was kind of nice. And he did apologize and say that he really liked the show before the show really launched and oh. that she, he is such a massive fan and have any that maybe the joke it? was stupid. Abbott and Elementary. Yeah, right? any, yeah. Have you watched yeah. it? Good? It's, it kind of gives off um, like the office oh, vibe yes. with I a really black wanna, cast. I really want to exactly watch this. what it is. Yeah. It's clever. Yeah. It's very much like they'll say something yeah. clever and then look yeah. at the camera. Yeah. Like those kind of things. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. The it's like you're in the room. Whatever. Yeah, the fourth wall, like you're in the room. Yeah. I've only seen one um, because it's getting such great reviews and uh, everyone's so funny. 
Right. It's so good. It's, and Shirley like, Ralph is yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of those good things about the award shows. It brings you, uh, what's the word? Awareness to things yeah. that I never heard of it until the award shows. Now I want to watch it. Yeah. And they're, I think they're in their second season now. Really? So at least you have a lot to binge if you'd like. Nice. I'll yeah. get into that one. You will, for sure. Okay. That's what's trending. Sweet. Thank you. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. So, we didn't talk about it. What's up? But that hovercraft thing everyone's talking about. Okay, let's talk about that. If you haven't heard, um, if you've ever really loathed that drive from Toronto to Niagara. Which I do. Okay, because Both. the you know the geography's not in our favor. you got to go around the water. Yeah, when I'm coming back from, let's say, Pittsburgh, and I go through customs, and I see the water, I go, there's Toronto. And it's right there. And you I'm just, like, why couldn't they build a bridge? Drive around that horse. That'd be a very big bridge. I know, but I'm willing to <laughs> take so, it. Uh, and a tunnel would be very, very long under all of that. Yes. Length, right? Yes. So the, uh, the answer seems to be what is happening next summer. <gasps> There will be a hovercraft. Oh, that's nice. A hovercraft. This is one of those vessels that like inflates. The bottom of the hull inflates. Yeah. It's like cushion type of things. Right. And then the back of it has those fans, those big fans. And then the fans come on and go. Oh, that's loud. It will, like blow, you, blow us across yeah. the water. But fast. Very fast. 30 minutes. Wow. To get from Toronto uh, to uh, to Niagara. And that would lessen the load of what's who's on the road. Coming back on a long weekend too, wouldn't it? If yeah, 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 yeah. How many hovercrafts? Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, I'd like to buy one. Please. Well, one of them, <laughs> the, the the company will make forty lake crossings a day, using two different vessels. Each one carries up to one hundred and eighty uh, passengers. So that adds up to a maximum capacity of eight thousand six hundred forty passengers per hovercraft per hovercraft per day, yeah. or more than three million passengers per year. Yeah, this is supposed like to launch. Numbers supposed to launch next summer. So. That's okay. So I want to tell you there was this thing that happened a couple of years ago to connect Toronto and, and Rochester, New York. Okay. Uh, it was a catamaran kind of ferry route, and it just didn't work. And I thought, oh, that's too bad. And why Rochester was my first question, because who goes to Rochester on a regular basis? <laughs> right. Nobody. Mm-hmm. But this <laughs> makes sense. This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote on one of these. I think from London to yeah. Paris yeah. a long time ago. They're very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You feel like you're James Bond, like getting ready to like, There's you know, you just play here. the Bond music yeah. in the background and that's yeah, thing inflates. Donna, liver let die. Oh, is, oh, e- oh, sorry, I got excited. Yeah, <laughs> but our imaginations. Well, but, you know what? This is good. Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah. All right, right. something new for the uh, the town next year. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. Chum one zero four five podcast.